Welcome to a special edition episode of Youngster Year. It's been a long time since I've posted anything, I know, but I recently was working on a cross-country move. I moved from the Washington, D.C. area to San Diego, California, America's finest city. I don't know why I keep seeing that everywhere, but that seems like, I hope that's not their official motto. It just seems like a very basic motto that didn't take a lot of work. Um, But anyway, I'm here. It is very fine. I haven't been to every city in America, so I can't uh, say for sure if it is the finest city. But like I said, you know, it's uh, it's December, getting to mid-December here, and it was like 60 degrees today. So really not that bad. I went to the beach. Anyway, the point of this episode is uh, we're counting down my top five albums of 2022. A lot of great stuff was released this year. And uh, I I was listening to the uh, indie station on uh, Sirius XM free trial XMU. And uh, they got some good stuff on there. Sometimes it can be a little slow. Um, a lot of a lot of those songs are kind of bummers. But uh, regardless, I was listening to it today, and they were counting down their top 41, I'm sure there's a significance to that number, top 41 songs of 2022, and it gave me the idea to do this. There's no script to this or anything like that. Of course, I did, you know, write down my top five albums. Uh, But other than that, just kind of going off the cuff here, Uh, might make it two parts. We'll see what happens. So I've got five top albums. I have some uh, honorable mentions, and then I have three albums that I am looking forward to in 2023, and I think you should look forward to them too. So the point of this episode is to talk about these albums, play a couple songs from them, and then uh, talk about some honorable mentions and uh, some stuff I'm looking forward to. Some albums that are coming out in 2023, we'll play some singles that are already out from those, and uh We'll have a good time. I also have some uh, really fantastic interviews coming up very soon. I have yet to edit them, um, but we're going to start getting back into things, start posting more regularly, and I'm really looking forward to that. So without further ado, let's jump in. The top five albums of 2022. All right, number five is... Anywhere But Here from the band Sorry. Sorry is uh, from the UK. They're British, if you haven't heard of them. And I've seen them, I actually got to see them twice this year. Very fortunate uh, to have done that, especially because uh, they don't make it over, you know, this side of the pond too often. They opened for Sleaford Mods in May. Uh, Of course, I know Sleaford Mods. They've got that really catchy song featuring Amy Taylor of Amal and the Sniffers called Nudge It. That was, of course, how I found out about them in the first place. But anyway, I saw them open for Sleaford Mods. I went to see Sorry, but of course I was curious about Sleaford Mods. Um, Very interesting crowd, that one. A lot of geezers there. A lot of geezers uh, probably wishing that they were the dudes in Sleaford Mods, or maybe the one guy that just kind of like dances around. Um, I don't pretend to know a lot about that band, so um, please know no hate, um, no hate to them at all, actually. I, I really do um, think they're doing something cool with their music. But I will say, uh, if they didn't have accents, it would just be shitty music. So anyway, didn't hear it from me, uh, but it's true. Anyway, Sorry. We're here to talk about the band Sorry. The second time I went to see them was uh, just a couple weeks ago. It was in Los Angeles. Made the trek up there to see them at Zebulon Cafe. It's like a bar concert venue. They have an outdoor place where there are a lot of young people smoking. Um, I think smoking's coming back, which is troubling. Um, 
But again, not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about the band Sorry and their new album, Anywhere But Here. I've selected my two favorites uh, from the album. I think they're probably most people's favorites. Of course, I'm leaving some things out. We don't have enough time for that. So first up from Sorry's new album, Anywhere But Here, there's so many people that want to be loved. There's so many people 
we are counting down my top five albums of 2022. Uh, you just heard There's So Many People That Want To Be Loved by the band Sorry from their new album from this year, Anywhere But Here. Um, I was mentioning that I got to see them for a second time this year in Los Angeles. That was very fun. Uh, the first time I got to see them in D.C., I talked to Asha of the band Sorry. She's the vocalist who you just heard. Wonderful voice, uh, wonderful songwriting ability. Um, her and her childhood friend, Louie, started the band together as Fish, just F-I-S-H, but there was already a band with that name, as you can probably imagine. And to avoid any lawsuits, they apologized, sorry, and named their band Sorry. So that is the story there. Yes, their first album, 925, that came out in 2020, I had on pretty much on repeat. That's how I discovered the band. And uh, just that is absolutely a solid album all the way through. I think I even like it better than this new one, but this new one was still good enough to make the list. It's my top five albums of 2022. And we're going to play one more from Sorry and their new album, Anywhere But Here, before moving on to number four. This one is called Key to the City. Enjoy. I know that you're somewhere out there, out there Which makes it even harder to pretend that you're not in this city You are the key to my city, to my city You said I always look like a deer in the headlights I still look lost in this city, in this city
Okay, that was Sari's Key to the City from their 2022 album Anywhere But Here, number five on my list of top five albums of 2022. That second time I got to see them in LA, they were headlining the show. It was their US tour. So it was cool to see them play a longer set. It was a little bit more professional. That was the last show on that tour. And so it was, as you can imagine, very action-packed and it was a great time. All right, next on the list, top five albums of 2022, we've got Cave World from Viagra Boys. That one came out in July of this year, July 8th to be exact. I actually remember where I was when I found out about it. I've always liked Viagra Boys. I've enjoyed their music. I was never, you know, like a, a dedicated follower and listener and staying in the loop on everything Viagra Boys. But I was actually visiting my sister in Vienna, Austria, and we were in a small record store, and I saw a very eye-catching album cover right on the very first shelf as you walk in, and I did like a triple take. I saw it was Viagra Boys. I was like, "Uh, I don't know this one, and it was July, and it had just come out just a few days prior, and so, of course, I snagged that one and uh, listened to it the first chance I got once I got home. So, anyway... Viagra Boys are a uh, Swedish band. They're from Stockholm. And actually, just another interesting bit of information, while I was there in Vienna uh, with my siblings, we came across a couple of uh, Swedish gentlemen who were about our age, and uh, they were just traveling, visiting some friends, and we talked music a bit. I asked them if they had heard of Viagra Boys. They said they were super into music. And uh, they actually said no and thought the name was very funny, as as everyone does. They had a good sense of humor about it. But regardless, they were cool. They really, really knew how to party. Really knew how to party, those, those Swedes. Um, and taught us some Swedish lingo that I won't try to repeat here because uh, it might be really bad. And I would uh, mispronounce the shit out of it anyway. So without further ado... Here is, no, oh, that was a text message. Am I free Saturday? Yes, I'm free Saturday for everyone wondering. Um, I have friends, I promise. Anyway, this is the, for, okay, God damn it. Just put do not disturb on my apologies. Um, not used to this new MacBook. It has a virus on it already, so. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Let's get to the first selected track from Cave World by Viagra Boys, their 2022 release. It is called Punk Rock Loser. Sure and glamorous I keep the 
to the top five albums of 2022 my top five albums of 2022 you just heard punk rock loser by viagra boys from their new album cave world hopefully a, a bit of a refreshing change from those last two by sorry they were uh very good songs but just kind of slow paced and a little more contemplative punk rock loser by viagra boys was a little bit more of a party track i enjoyed that one Anyway, let's get straight into the next one. This was Cave World by Viagra Boys, number four on my top five albums of 2022. This song is called The Cognitive Trade-Off Hypothesis.
That was Cognitive Trade-Off Hypothesis, the Cognitive Trade-Off Hypothesis by Viagra Boys from their 2022 release, Cave World. I recognize that that wasn't one of the more popular songs from that album, but I still remember my first listen to that album, and that was the first song to really stick out to me and grab me. Anyway, that was number four, Cave World by Viagra Boys, their 2022 album. Let's move on. Number three on my top five albums of 2022, Save the Baby by Enumclaw. Please go watch my interview from last year with Enumclaw. They're a great group of guys. I also had the privilege of seeing them just a few weeks ago, probably about a month ago now, open for Illuminati Hotties at Casbah right here in San Diego up in Little Italy. Great, great little venue that's been around for a long time. I've only lived here for a couple months, but I've already seen some pretty cool shows there. Um, Got to talk to the guys again. They've remembered me, which is always uh, a bit of a win. Never expected, but always very much appreciated. Had some cool conversations, bought some merch. Great band. They're from Tacoma, Washington. A band from Seattle that helped them very early on, who I've also talked to before and love, um, Naked Giants. Uh, Gianni from Naked Giants called them kings of self-promotion, and he could not have been more right. We're, we're having Enumclaw, who is like a very um, <laughs> 2021 buzz band in the Seattle area. Okay. Um, for for good reason. Um, and they're they exactly kings of self-promotion. Um, and (laughs) I told them, yeah, we played a show with them not too long ago. And I told them that like, if somebody went to their show, who was like, did, who didn't like music at all, they would leave an Enumclaw fan. Wow. Um, (laughs) They're just so like, they get you, you know? Yeah. They've had a crazy year. They've been on tour more than twice. I know for a fact, they got signed to a label Luminel. They've got friends all over the place, and uh, once you meet them, it's not hard to understand why. I'll uh, shut up for now and play one of my favorites from Enumclaw's Save the Baby. This is 2002.
That was 2002 off Enumclaw's Save the Baby, their 2022 release. That single was put out last year just after I wrapped up my interview with them, and so I used it in the intro and outro. You will hear that as you listen, because I'm sure you will. Uh, 2002. Great year. My younger brother was born that year. That's actually why they called the song 2002. Truth. Anyway, that was the first single from their Save the Baby album, so I felt it only appropriate to play it first on this countdown. Next is Jimmy Neutron.
That was Jimmy Neutron off Enum Claw's Save the Baby, their new album from 2022, number three on my top five albums of 2022. We're getting up there. I could talk about Enum Claw for a long time. And you know what? I have. I have an interview with Enum Claw from last year. We talked about the formation of their band and we really got into the nitty gritty. They told some stories. Especially after I got hit by the car, I was emotional. <laughs> That's a story. Maybe we should tell them about that. Yeah. Stay away from the scooters. <laughs> Stay off the fucking scooters, man. Just walk or get a bike. Don't ride the scooters. That was a good show, though. So fast. That was a great show. Yeah, I honestly was. Yeah, he got hit by a fucking car before our set, and then we still played. <laughs> um, one of my scooters, and uh Dude hit me and then, yeah, <laughs> fucked up my arm pretty damn bad. And uh, I ended up just taking some Tylenol and getting drunk before the show. And it's pretty good. We, you know, we squared it away. I remember it, was it, made, it, it wasn't like funny, but it was kind of funny because, like, all right, that's horrible. But like, it was, was a like, weird skating. time. It was weird. I was like, the way I got it was out like the happened. third show on tour. Yeah. Like, I was, like, not paying attention, just, like, skating in the back of the venue, and I come over, and this man's, like, in shambles, like, <laughs> just, like, taking shots back. I'm like, what happened? Great group of guys. I encourage you to go watch or listen to it as soon as humanly possible. You finish this up first, and then go watch or listen to my interview with them. It's a great interview. You don't want to miss it, and I'm not going to say more about Eden Claw because you can just go watch that. It's all the information you need. Anyway, that was Enum Claw Save the Baby. As I said, number three on my top five albums of 2022. Moving right along. Number two, it's Mateel's Georgia Gothic. Pretty soon. Oh, hey, hey. 
Gosh, I would love an interview with Mateel. I tried DMing her on Instagram, but I'm sure it just went straight to requests and she never saw it. At least that's what I'm telling myself. I sure hope that's what happened. Anyway, um, I'd love to know why that song was called Jeff Goldblum. Uh, of course, she makes reference to it in the song, but I just I wonder you know, what influenced her to include that reference and then to name the song that further. I'm sure the information's out there somewhere, but I'd, I'd love to find it out for myself. Anyway, Georgia Gothic came out very early uh, in the year, if I remember correctly. Another podcast I help do interviews for from time to time, Behind the Vinyl, which I'm sure you've heard me talk about. We were going to do a sort of, you know, group conversation about albums we're most looking forward to. That fell through, uh, but even at the time, before it came out, Mateel's Georgia Gothic was one I was most looking forward to. I love this band. I love Mateel. Uh, Mateel Brown, the vocalist and main songwriter, has just a fantastic, powerful voice. It's kind of a recording duo, uh, her and Jonas Swilly. They just work so well together. I even swiped a promo poster of this album from a local record store, which will not be named. You'll never find it because I have it. It's here just because I wanted to look at it and think about this album. It's a great album. That's why it made number two on my top five albums of 2022. Once again, it's called Georgia Gothic. Let's move on, and we're going to play the second song I have selected. No, it's not Lighthouse, although that is a fantastic song. I just feel like that was the lead single. Um, not that it's been overplayed by any means, but this next song that I'm going to play it was kind of a sleeper. I gotta say, I listened to the album so many times all the way through before I eventually just started seeking out this song to play and just to listen to as kind of a one-off. Anyway, here's On the Run by Mateel. <laughs>
by Mateel, the second song from Georgia Gothic, the 2022 album from Mateel, number two on my top five albums of this past year. They toured Europe with Tame Impala. That's huge. So big things happening for them. Mateel's a great artist. I love the direction they're moving in, uh, her and Jonah, with uh, this newer album, and I can't wait to see what's next from them. Before we get to number one on my list of top five albums of 2022, I wanted to talk about three honorable mentions. These were albums that I really liked, but I like these five just a little bit more. So there you go. And number one on my list of honorable mentions is Over and Over by Jackie Hayes. Uh, Jackie Hayes is a relatively new artist, although her first EP was released on Fat Possum Records. She is a a great artist. I really, really like her. And I I found out about her when I went to the DC show on on Briston Maroney's Sunflower Tour. That was back in March, I believe. We'll go with March. Just a a subtle flex. I I was thrown on the guest list for a review of that show, and my my review is up. Um, I kind of cringe at it when I watch back over it now, but... Who cares? Uh, It's up there. And uh, what was her name? Trish. I'm sure Trish at Atlantic Records really appreciated my review. And I appreciated the free tickets. Not so bad. Uh, So that was a great show. But I discovered uh, Jackie Hayes as a result. Her EP was already out. I ordered it immediately before I even saw her because I loved her music. And uh, when this new album was coming out, I immediately uh, pre-ordered it. It still isn't going to ship until like March. Anyway... Uh, One of my favorites from her new album, Over and Over, is called August. Here it is. I'm obsessed with the thought of better me. 
That was August by Jackie Hayes from her new album this year called Over and Over. That album actually just came out back in October, very recent, and it did not come out in August. I even looked on her Instagram to see if maybe she released that song as a single in August prior to the album. She did not. Oh well, missed opportunity, Jackie Hayes. That was one of three honorable mentions on my list of top five albums of 2022. Once again, this is my list. It might not be your list. In fact, I'm sure it is not your list. We are all special in our own ways. You are very special to me. Thank you for listening. Next on my list of honorable mentions, we've got two more of these. I'm just going to play one song from each. The Beths, Expert in a Dying Field. That album came out in September, I believe. I didn't include it on my list of top five because while it is a fantastic album, I just haven't been listening to it for very long. And so I just, I don't know, maybe that's why it hasn't super stuck with me. Um, But that one, of course, came to mind. I recently ordered it from Car Park Records and you should too. Love Car Park Records. Anyway, here is the song When You Know You Know from The Beth's 2022 album Expert in a Dying Field. Here it is.
That was When You Know You Know, one of the singles from the Beth's recent album, Expert in a Dying Field. I also love the title track. I did not play that here, though, however, uh, because not that I've been playing it too much. I don't know about you, but um, when I hear a song I really, really like, doesn't matter how many times I play it. I do not get sick of it. Anyway, I played that song. Um, it's number one for them on Spotify, at least at the time of recording this. Uh, and just a lot of great songs from that album. So there it is. The Beths, Expert in a Dying Field, one of my runner-ups on my list of top five albums of 2022. I just want to add a quick note that there is no order on the honorable mentions, at least just three that I could think of off the top of my head that would be good to add. But next and last on my list of honorable mentions on my top five albums of 2022 is King of Hex, Kingo. Really fantastic album. I gotta say, I interviewed Joel Kirschenbaum, kind of the brains, well, he is the brains behind the operation. Very interesting man. He also manages the well-known punk outfit Mom Jeans and Just Friends. In fact, they are all friends. They're great friends. Maybe they're more than just friends. I don't know. Who am I to say? Regardless, he's super involved in music. They have an apparel uh, company. Joel is a, is a really fantastic guy. I'm very grateful I got the chance to talk to him this year. King of Heck was originally called Alaska. It's been a project for a long time, project of his for a long time. I love the artwork for all his albums. He designs the artwork. He's a very talented artist. He had very interesting things to say about music and his take on music in general. I'm kind of weird about listening to music, I think. Mm. Because a lot of people that I know lately, we've just been having conversations about how we engage with listening to new music. And sometimes it feels like overkill, like there's so much new stuff and it kind of takes away the power of music. Yeah. So a weird thing that I would say is that I spend a lot of time and invest a lot of uh, energy and power into like a song in my whole life. This is like what I feel like I've been doing is like making these things that are really important to me. So then sometimes when I'm listening to a song, just like in the background of whatever I'm doing, I don't know if I'm giving that song the same respect or time that I put into making the art, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think I get a little, I feel a little guilty sometimes when I just have something playing in the background. So lately I've been walking in, in silence and working in silence <laughs> um, or like NPR. I like listening yeah. to like video. I'm not a huge podcast head anymore, but yeah, all that's just to say, yeah, I probably engage with music kind of fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> Overall, just a really great guy to talk to, and uh, I'm super glad and thankful that I had that opportunity. I had some great things to say, really made me think. So here's one of my favorites from Kingo, King of Hex 2022 release. This one's called Big Spin.
What a great song, just all the way through from start to finish. I remember songs don't always just jump out at you the very first listen. And I was editing through this interview right after I had done it. And I'm looking for some music to play in the background. And I had listened to the album a bunch of times in preparation for the interview, but it had been a while. And I go and I click on Big Spin. And oh my God, fantastic, fantastic song. And it's not like I didn't see it before, but I think I just had to take some time away from it. So hopefully that song had the same effect on you as it does on me every time. I absolutely love it. I have it on vinyl. I'm not sure if it's still available to get, but go get the record if you can. I really recommend it. Um, Joel's a great guy, and I love what he's doing with his project, King of Heck. So that was last on my honorable mentions in my top five albums of 2022. We just went through five through two before the honorable mentions. That was Sorry's Anywhere But Here, followed by Viagra Boys, Cave World. Viagra Boys is the name of the band. Cave World is the name of the album. Number three was Enum Claw's Save the Baby. Number two was Georgia Gothic by Mateel. And here is number one. This is Skinty Fia by Fontaine's DC. I gotta say, Fontaine's DC has this entire year been my current favorite band. If you know Fontaine's DC, you know just how insane their music is. Singer-songwriter Grian Chatton is just He's a poet. You single out their lyrics because a lot of songs, you know, you read the lyrics and you're like, okay, this is obviously a song. But if you single out his lyrics, it stands alone as spoken poetry. And the band just works so well together. And guess what? I've never seen them live. I had multiple opportunities to see them, but it just didn't quite work out. In fact, they played in Washington, D.C. right after I left to move here to San Diego. And I was, I was fucking pissed, man. I was, ugh. Anyway, I'm sure I'll get the chance to see them. This is their third album, and in my opinion, and the opinion of a lot of people, it is their best, by far, but all of them have been fantastic. Anyway, have I said how much I like Fontaine's DC? I remember it had just come out, and I hadn't listened to it yet. Uh, I was just super busy, and I walked into my local, then local record store, uh, shout out Kachunk Records in Annapolis, Maryland, still one of my absolute favorites. And I saw it there on the shelf, and that was the very first thing that I grabbed. Went home, listened to it. I would pay large amounts of money, embarrassing amounts of money, to hear that album again for the first time. And we've all got those albums. This became one of them instantly. So without further ado, here is Roman Holiday from Fontaine's DC's 2022 release, Skinty Fia.
Thursday Claiming on the farm in which genius comes Yeah, baby, come on, get your high heels on It's a body, is called, it's a course, it's fun What happiness, living all the soft pain thrills What calamities, or all that brilliance to the hills Can you feel it? Holiday, the uh, main single from Fontaine's DC's 2022 release, Skinty Fia. Uh, fun fact, I really had to know what Skinty Fia meant. I was sure it was just something Irish, because, you know, they're Irish. But I looked it up, and it means damnation of the deer, I guess. And this is just, like I said, this is not a scripted thing, which is probably why it's so goddamn long. But look it up for yourself. And uh, let's listen to another one of my absolute favorites from Fontaine's DC's Skinty Fia. This is Jackie Down the Line. Down in time, I will hurt. 
song i would play that whole album on this episode if i could but you know that's really not the point the point is go listen to it for yourself it'll immediately become one of your favorites i mean if you've listened this long you at least care a little bit about what i have to say so anyway that was it that was my top five albums of 2022 what did you think let me know you can find me on instagram at youngster.year you can email me at youngsteryear at gmail.com this is my Spotify page. I also have YouTube. This episode's not on YouTube because uh, I didn't want to bother with filming, but you can find all my interviews, most of my interviews in video format on my YouTube as well, if you'd like, but please, I would really appreciate it. Anyway, that wraps up my top five albums of 2022. Just as a summary, that was Sorry's Anywhere But Here, followed by Viagra Boy's Cave World, Enum Claw's Save the Baby, Mateel's Georgia Gothic, and Fontaine's DC's Skinty Fia great albums. Those are albums I could listen to over and over again. You know what? I have, especially those last two, Skinty Fia and Georgia Gothic. Anyway, that wraps up the list. If you'd like to stick around for a little bit, I'm going to go over three albums I'm very much looking forward to in next year, 2023. I'm going to be playing a single from each of them as well. I just can't wait. And you know what? I've pre-ordered all of these. So here we go. In no particular order, just like the honorable mentions, the first one 
is White Reapers Asking for a Ride. It's been a long time since White Reaper came out with a new album. Their most recent one was in 2019. It was called You Deserve Love. I absolutely love that album, and that album actually got uh, quite a bit of radio play. I have the clear vinyl version, limited edition. If you think about it, everything is limited edition. Nothing is unlimited, right? So obviously I know what limited edition means. Okay, I'm not an idiot. Um, but anyway, let's play the only single that's out right now from White Reaper's forthcoming album, Asking for a Ride. This one's called Fog Machine. <laughs>
we just heard Fog Machine from White Reaper. It is from their soon-to-be-released in 2023 album, Asking for a Ride. That one was announced pretty recently, and I was psyched to see it. It's been a long time. It's been, once that comes out, it will have been four years since we heard anything from White Reaper, and I am so glad they're making a comeback. Well, I say four years since we've heard anything. They did release a couple, like, home recordings of some of their already released songs in 2020, you know, pandemic thing. A lot of people were doing stuff like that. Next, in three albums that I'm looking forward to next year, 2023, in no particular order, this next one is Ron Gallo's Foreground Music. Here's the title track, Foreground Music. I did an interview with Ron Gallo very early in the year. It had been a while since he released his previous album, Piecemeal. 
that was a fantastic album and it was the sonic product of him just staying at home and experimenting and thinking and saying his thoughts and his music as he does and he is just ron if you ever get the chance to meet him he is one of the most genuine and kindest musicians i've ever had the pleasure of speaking with just a really all-around great guy his music is fantastic and uh, if you do listen to that interview, you'll hear that for this album, he had planned to make it more of a return to his first album, Heavy Meta. And after listening to these first few singles he released from Foreground Music that is soon to come out next year, I believe him. It's not a step backward, and it's not an evolution. It's just a return to that style. Rumor has it you have a new record coming out soon. Is that right? Coming out... Uh... To be determined, but it's definitely being worked on. <laughs> okay. It's pretty much it's it's all consuming right now and I'm I'm pretty excited, but you just never know when it's actually gonna see the light of day. So Right. Okay. Can you speak to it at all in terms of what we can expect from it? Um, I've been all over the place for a few years, sort of lost, but I feel like I've definitely gotten back to my roots and original mission statement with this record. When I made the first record heavy meta i was living in philly in fishtown and uh i was just pretty pissed off and frustrated with everything um humanity at large and five years later i think i've come full circle so i'm very much back into a similar headspace for obvious reasons i'm living a block away from where i used to live wow and uh i feel like this record is going to be sort of a continuation of why i started this project after a few years of experimentation and just kind of like trying out a bunch of different stuff. I'm back, baby. <laughs> so you're referencing your worse. <laughs> <laughs> you're referencing your original mission statement, which is well, when I made that first record, I just didn't really see the point in making music for music's sake. I just was okay. kind of, I was kind of, or or you know, just for my own vanity. Kind of, I feel like there's enough great music in the world. Um, people make. There's too much music in the world, actually. So when I started, I kind of said, like, there needs to be a bigger contribution for me. And so the music is, you know, originally was just mere vehicle for the for the message and, and just sort of addressing a lot of the issues that I just have with the world. Um, and, you know, me kind of trying to work through what can be done about them and just trying to confront it all rather than just, you know, sing about my personal experience which is not relevant to the shared experience so now i'm kind of more focused on making a record in 2022 why should that matter to to anyone or everyone it's like okay well i'm going to talk about i guess what's really going on and that's the only way i can justify it so okay can we expect maybe a, a similar tone to your first record i think so okay yeah, like I said, I've been sort of like danced around stylistically just to kind of entertain myself and just challenge myself a bit. But yeah. I think there's certain things that are just more natural, certain sounds that I kind of evoke. And, and sometimes you get that right from the beginning, I think. So, yeah, getting back to all of it, I think. I absolutely loved Piecemeal up there with my favorites by him. Possibly even my favorite. I don't know. But I just think that this style that he's doing it just suits him so well but as one of his bios said i don't know if it's still up there 
I think it was like trying to label Ron Gallo as like trying to clutch water in your hands. Great, definite. It wasn't exactly like that, but that you get the idea. And I just think that is so perfect. So anyway, that was foreground music from Ron Gallo's forthcoming album, Foreground Music. Foreground music as opposed to background music. And that is exactly what I'm thinking this album is going to be. Very final on my list of albums that I'm looking forward to in 2023 is King Tuff's Small Town Stardust. King Tuff is a sub-pop artist. I discovered his music around 2018 when his last album, The Other, came out. I was in the flagship sub-pop store in the Seattle airport. Love that store. I always buy something when I pass through, so thank you, sub-pop. But anyway, I saw... I was listening to a lot of CDs at the time, still am, but maybe more so then. I just saw the cover, I thought it was cool, and I said, you know what, I've never heard this guy's music, but I'm going to go for it, I'm going to listen to it. And uh, that was like my one of my favorite, probably my favorite album of 2018. It was fantastic, and I've loved him ever since. Kyle Thomas has been making music as King Tough for some time. You'll notice his initials, Kyle Thomas, KT, King Tough, kind of makes sense. Really cool name. There's a picture of his home recording studio and his last album, The Other, and it's so cool. I'm so jealous. I don't even, you know, record a lot. It's just me talking. I don't need a lot of equipment, but I want his gear, you know? Uh, So anyway, he is releasing an album next year. I've already pre-ordered it from Sub Pop, and you should too. Small Town Stardust, another really just knocked it out of the park with that name. I don't know what it is, but it just gives you such a feeling. And I'm I'm really excited for this album. I'm really looking forward to it. 2023 minus 2018, that's five. Five years. Five years, and he doesn't release anything. Well, he released I'm Free, I believe, in 2020. And that was a great song. I thought it was maybe a sign of things to come. But no, it was just kind of a one-off single, and I appreciated it. But it's it's been a long time, regardless. And I was psyched when I saw that he was releasing not just a single, not just a couple singles, but a brand new album with a very catchy name, and it's green. It's green. The record is green. The cassette is green. The CD, it's kind of hard to make a CD green, uh, but the label is is mostly green. So anyway, if you look it up on a Sub Pop Mega Mart, you'll see what I'm talking about. Pre-order the Loser Edition. That's what I did. I'm really excited to get it in the mail. And yeah, he's released a couple singles from this album, Small Town Stardust and one other called Portrait of God. I listened to Portrait of God once. Uh, first listen, eh. It was pretty good. Okay. Uh, Small Town Stardust, though, the title track, which is out now, I liked it a lot better. I'm sure I'll come around to Portrait of God as I listen to it more because this man is just an absolute musical genius. Read the write-up, too. It's a very long write-up. You can find it on Sub Pop's page about King Tough or pretty much anywhere you buy concert tickets. I'm going to see him at Casbah right here in San Diego, and I'm psyched. It's a smaller venue. should be a fun time. But this is something quick from the write-up. I wanted to make an album to remind myself that life is magical, he reflects. And so Thomas seized upon his memories, creating what he calls an album about love and nature and youth. Ugh, sounds beautiful. I can't wait for this album. Here's Small Town Stardust, the title track from King Tuff's forthcoming 2023 album.
Small Town Stardust from King Tuff's upcoming album, Small Town Stardust. I just got to say a quick note. The opening there in the chords during the verses sounds a whole lot like the opening to Bush's mouth. I'll play a bit of that song here. And you can kind of hear back to back, they sound very similar, kind of a very grungy uh, opening that Kyle Thomas has written. And you know what? I love it. Just a coincidence. There are billions of songs out there. And so it only makes sense that some of them might sound similar. But anyway, I love what he was going for. Watch the video for Small Town Stardust as well. It's like a 
Sesame Street-esque video, but like more creepy. But it's still, the whole time watching it, you feel very safe at the same time. I don't know how to describe it. You're going to have to see it for yourself. Really cool, well-thought-out video. I'm so glad that Kyle Thomas is still out there making music as King Tough, and I just can't wait. If you listened this long, thank you so much. You are in the top 0.000001 of my listeners, and I can't thank you enough. This has been my top five albums of 2022. I also talked about some honorable mentions that I have, and you just more recently heard three albums that I'm looking forward to next year in 2023. And now I get to edit this mess together. Follow me on Instagram at youngster.year. Subscribe to me on YouTube at youngsteryear. Got some cool interviews coming up, and I'm really looking forward to it. And uh, you should be too. I hope that you're just fucking pissing your pants with uh, excited anticipation. I can't afford a new pair of pants for you, and I'm sorry. You'll just have to do some laundry. Done it lots of times. Laundry, not pissing my pants. Well, both. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Thank you so much for listening. Catch you later.